Reflections of My Heart Podcast Season 1 Episode 11 Entitled Grateful Receivers I once read a story of a man who was taken on a tour of heaven and hell. He stood before two doors. He opened the first door and found himself at a lavish banquet. The room was filled with soft music, a beautifully decorated ballroom, and the aroma of a variety of culinary delights assaulted his nostrils. But then he looked at the well-dressed people who were seated at the table. To his utter confusion, they were all sitting at the table with the most unhappy expressions on their faces. He turned to look at his guide. This feast is all so wonderfully laid out. Why on earth are the guests so unhappy? The host then encouraged him to look closer. When the man did, he realized that the exquisite eating utensils, the spoons, forks, etc., had extremely long handles. The guests could not use the cutlery because the handles were too long to allow them to feed themselves. Then the man went into the next room. To his surprise, this room was a replica of the first room. Beautiful decor, music, food, same cutlery. But there was one added factor. There was laughter and chatter. When he looked closer, he realized that the guests seated around the table were using their spoons to feed each other across the table. (laughs) My friends, we all have the opportunity to make a heaven or a hell of our situations. We can choose to live selfishly, grumbling and bemoaning our circumstances, or We can accept help from others in spite of our situations. When we look around us, we realize more often than not, the people who sometimes give the most are the ones who themselves have little. Now, I am not by any means saying that those who have the means to give do not generously give. But there's something about those of little means who graciously give. And when these persons who give from the little which they have after something is given to them and in return they want to give to those from whom they have received as a gesture of gratitude it should not be refused. We as a people have great difficulty receiving. We prefer to give 
And while we give freely, not expecting anything in return, we ought not to deny someone their blessing when they give in gratitude. You see, it can be so easy when we receive something that we forget to be grateful or we think that we deserve to have what we got or we just don't spare a second thought about what we received. Some of us feel that those whom we help, who may be of a lower social status, cannot give us anything and we are loath to accept their simple gifts of gratitude. I remember an event from some years ago when I was a student minister and attached to a particular rural region. One morning, after the regular Sunday morning worship service, an elderly couple invited me back to their home to say a prayer for an ailing family member. After spending some quiet time in prayer with the patient, I prepared to take my leave. As I came out from the bedroom, the wife offered me a cup of tea. I hesitated, but when I saw her expectant face, I accepted. We sat outside of this simple home, enjoying the fresh breeze. All around the yard roamed some pretty plump chickens. quite unaffected by my presence. As I sat admiring them, I commented on how lovely they were. Almost immediately, the husband said, Rev, now that's the automatically confirmed title upon anybody who stands on a pulpit. Rev, you want one? I will admit this caught me off guard. I laughed and declined. He insisted that it wouldn't be a problem to catch one. (laughs) I insisted that it was really unnecessary and that I really wouldn't know what to do with it. They continued to make other offers of homemade, homegrown produce all being met with me insisting that no gifts were necessary. At my continued refusals, I noticed the expression on the wife's face slowly fading. Finally, I got up to take my leave, when suddenly one of the younger children came running from the side of the house. This miss Here, I have just picked these for you. In his hands were two perfect hand-picked greyhound mangoes and a lush head of homegrown lettuce. I quickly glanced at the wife and she had such a hopeful expression on her face that I accepted this gift. Immediately, her face lit up. On my drive home, I replayed the event in my mind. What struck me was the pressing desire to give something as an expression of gratitude for my simple gesture. Simple to me, 
but worth so much to them. Of course, I had a good chuckle at the image of me having a live chicken to take home. Then it dawned on me that my refusal to accept a token of this family's gratitude may have been a bit offensive. You see, I was so caught up in myself that I could not see that not only had I denied them the opportunity to give, but I had also robbed us both of the chance to connect as children of God. I was so focused on not wanting to impose that I forgot to appreciate and just be grateful. I am sure you can think of similar experiences. When we find it difficult to receive graciously, we rob the givers of their chance to experience the joy of giving. All of us have an innate desire to make people happy, especially the people we love. By refusing to accept the offer of others, we deny them the chance to do something good for us. When we keep giving and we don't receive, we may become depleted and we run out of that energy and we run the risk of growing resentful towards others. In other words, we are no longer cheerful givers. We must always be mindful of our reasons for giving. That is, when we give, do we expect something in return? Do we give only to the needy? I read of this experiment which was conducted by a minister where he invited his members to place a sum of money on the ground in a public place and then hide. Then each one had to observe their own mind as they waited for someone to find the money. He noted that we may find ourselves hoping that a poor person finds it, or a child, we may find ourselves getting angry should a wealthy person or a drug addict pick it up. Those, my friends, are some of the judgments that we can have when giving. We think that the poor or deserving should get the money. And those are some of the very judgments we project onto our givers when we are the recipients. So when people try to give to us, we have a hard time accepting since we don't need it or that it should maybe go to someone who needs it more. And honestly, there may be times where we refuse it because we subconsciously don't want to be perceived as needy or weak. We must let go of our judgments while giving so that we can receive more graciously. What we need to focus on 
is the intention and love of the giver which motivated the gift. Being grateful for what we have received makes the giver happy because it says we appreciate the time and effort which the person has given us. We should always be focused on giving, but we should also learn to accept blessings gratefully. We are blessed by God, and He does not reject our heartfelt gratitude. And one of the best ways to demonstrate that gratitude is by following His commandment to love one another as I have loved you. The book of Acts records that the early church took this particular teaching to heart. Believers met together in their homes to break bread, to teach and to worship, and they also sold their possessions and shared freely with those in need. As believers today, we are meant to be a community united in love, which openly blesses one another by giving from what we have been blessed with whenever a need arises. We know that the act of giving started with God and that our own gifts are a way to honor Him and to extend His love to others. Being able to receive a gift with gratitude is a sign of a humble, healthy spirit, which is also pleasing to God. Both pride and low self-esteem prevent us from participating in the body of Christ and being able to see ourselves as God does, as one of His children and equal heirs to his kingdom. Giving is virtuous, but so is accepting gifts gracefully. Blessings.